And now from east of the Pacific to west of parts unknown, south of Mars, north of hell, here are the smartest minds in the sport of professional wrestling. This is Brain Buster Radio. You only learn the way you are inside when life gives you the test. Will you back down, turn and run, or stand up with the best? How the hell you doing, Brainiacs? Long Allen Ice-T here, ready to talk programs with you! And it is the summer, it's hot, it's humid, we're all stuck inside, we're wearing our goddamn masks, but that doesn't mean we can't have a bash. That doesn't mean we can't have a big ol' wrestle kind of fest, Triple J. That doesn't mean we can't have... A very, very special episode. It's Brain Buster Radio. Tweet it, read it, tout it, shout it, be all about it. I'm here, Brainiacs, ready to talk about what is supposed to be one of the most special two weeks in wrestling history. Counter-programming, you want to call it, or you just want to call it good old-fashioned competition. A man called Wired, the salt in the social media, he's seeing people talking about it, on, and he says, we got we got to bring BBR back. We've been on hiatus. We've all been keeping our distance from each other, even on the microphones, but we have to talk about Fighter Fest, Great American Bash. So you, brought, you said, let's do it. We're here. Now we got Triple J here, Wired, and Triple J, I got to ask you, you know, a man called Wired, he's saying we got to get together. But really, what is causing all this with Fighter Fest and Great American Bash Night 1? Well, yeah, I know. A man called Wired, you know, he's been trying to put this whole thing together. And I, t- I told him a little earlier today, I said, Wired, I got to, you know, I, I got to pull rank here on this one. Because this is something that I want to talk about. Fighter Fest, the second annual versus the first time the Great American Bash has ever taken place. Uh, on an NXT program, this is one-on-one, five-on-five, at least on night one, which we're going to talk about here. So, yeah, Fighter Fest. I, has there ever been uh, more action going on in the state of Florida than what's going to happen tomorrow night? I, I'm telling you, I'm in Florida right now, Triple J. And, and the, the what are feeling, they saying? The feeling of unease throughout the state. Now, no one, no, well, a lot of idiots here are leaving their houses because they're this. This is Florida. There are Florida men everywhere. But what they're saying about tomorrow night is that you thought you thought it was nuts with people going out to bars when they opened everything up and, and getting each other infected. The the infection tomorrow night is going to be all the way up north, Jacksonville and Orlando, and that the center of of everything in Florida is going from Dade. Miami-Dade from the Keys, from Broward County, and it's going up there, and that's where everybody's going to be looking towards for one night only because, oh my God, two big cards going head-to-head. Some say NXT, what a bunch of dicks for counter-programming Fighter Fest, which we've known about for for months with the Great American Bash Wired, but you said... Great American Bash. I'm always down for a bash, and I gotta say I agree with you, and I'm happy they counterprogrammed. You know, nice it's been a whole different right now. 
And uh, I can't believe... Brother, take your mask off. You don't need to wear your mask Ooh. during the show. Show us that's your fine. face. Yeah, we, it's fine. Oh, sorry. We, that's Californians. We got to, you know, we got to make sure we're sticking to those rules here. Long Allen, I... Wear your goddamn masks. I did call this. I said we needed to talk this because I have no idea what's going on on Fighter Fest. But all I know is that the Great American Bash is going to be the hit show of the summer of this early summer in 2020. I, I've been so hyped for this card for a week now, and Fighter Fest has been <laughs> for how long? Months? I don't even know what's going on. Fighter it, Fighter Fest side, you know, it's the uh, end of you- June. Summer's almost halfway over, man. I don't know what you're talking about here. I mean, we've we've all been hyped for Fighter Fest. I mean, if you're not hyped for Fighter Fest, your hand, your head's just in the sand with a mask on, and I don't know, you, you're you're just being ignorant. It's going to be a great card, but you're right when you say Great American Bash is going to be a really great card too. So, what do we do here on Brain Buster Radio when we've got questions to ask, when we've got to advise you, Brainiacs, on maybe what to watch live and what to watch on delay, or maybe what to keep your eye on if you're watching them both at the same time, like Long Allen Ice-T. What do you do? That's what this episode's all about, Triple J. We're going to run through the cards for night one of the Great American Bash NXT style and Fighter Fest 2020. The only way we know how, and that's by keeping things in order, Triple J, and really getting into the details of what this special first night of a two-week event for both both shows uh, here in the month of July coming up. Yeah, and I think I'm going to do it a little bit differently this time. I don't, Long Allen, I know you're a you're a big listener of this program, Wired. I'm not so sure about you, but we're going to do this in this style of a, of an album clash, like talk is Jericho. You know, we're going to go match versus match, fighter fest versus the great American bash. And I'm just going by the order that these are listed on their respective websites. Of course, the card is always subject to change. We don't know what's going to open. We don't know what's going to close, but we're going to go one on one tonight. So let's start. Wait, triple J. Wait, 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 wait. Can I give you some intro music then for the occasion? Sure. Here we go. Great American Bash, baby, versus Fighter Fest. Oi, oi, oi. Great American Bash, baby, versus Fighter Fest 2020. Sounds good. Let's let's start off uh, on the Fighter Fest side. We got the Tag Team Championship on the line. Of course, Kenny Omega. And the hangman taking on the best friends, Trent oh, oh. and Chuck Taylor. Okay, hold on. It, Before we get into the match, Bill Calsonis is on the ones and twos, and he's passed out because the heat and wearing a mask over his mask, this is not a good time for him. But he did give me a note. He said, make sure you refer to Hangman Page as that drunk-ass fool, Hangman Page. Okay, Kenny and the drunk-ass fool, Hangman Page, taking on the best friends. Now that is going up against the women's championship Io Shirai taking on Sasha Banks uh lot to be said about that one but but I'll let Wired I'll, I'll let you start I'll let you start I want to ask you a question before we even start all this when you go to a wedding do you expect the cake to be first what are you doing what well, I'm going down at the first match that's listed here what did I just this with? It's... about the main matches of the both nights Come on. <laughs> we're gonna start Let's get you, you in order. Now, you don't, do you have little masks over your ears or something? Right? I mean, he, can't talk about he is right, Triple J. You're starting with the main events. 
<laughs> well, then we have to go from the bottom, which is That's not fine. in sequential <laughs> order. That's not – listen, I I speak English around here. I read from left to right, from top to bottom. I don't know well, about you two. Well, actually, he, he did say, Wired, that this is like an album clash. So, you know, sometimes the best song in the album is first. That that's po- that's possible. So I'm down with it, Triple J. If that's the way you're going, that, that's the way I'm. I'm going to pull rank on this one again and say that's the way we're going. There's going to be See, so like, much pulling of rank on this episode. Oh, there's I've prepared be a lot of pulling myself. If this keeps up. Uh, and, and when you're talking about Sasha Banks, Io Shirai, I mean, I don't think there's a better word. Pulling for Io Shirai to shut this boss bitch up. Sasha Banks, a reign of terror this summer in WWE. Impressive. For sure, but man, I really hope Eel Shirai shuts her up because I can't take much more Triple J. Well, I think there's one thing that Ward and I are actually going to agree on is Sasha Banks is going to have all the gold within the next three weeks. <laughs> She's very likely to have the major championship on two shows and her best friend Bailey on the other one. I mean, come on. There's nothing. I would say three shows. The the tag titles, the NXT. Uh, title and the Raw Women's title eventually. So, what more do you need? The the hottest thing, you know, USA Network called Fox and said, "Hey, can we borrow Sasha Banks and Bailey?" And that's what happened. They showed up on Raw. They wanted more of them. They're showing up on NXT. What more can you ask for of Sasha Banks and Io Shirai? The hottest thing. Look, Triple J. I think this match is going to be last. Uh, for the first night of Great American Bash, but if you're saying it's first, damn well, man. This is there's no competition here. This is uh, Great American Bash is all the way. Yeah, Long Island. Whenever Wired was talking about you know uh, calling up asking for different talent, does this is this reminiscent of you know Bill Watts maybe calling up Vern Gagne and maybe trying to get Baron von Raschke for a you know for a couple <laughs> months down there whenever you needed to boost the attendance. Yeah, this this is this is the advantage WWE has with having NXT Raw and SmackDown 205 Live and NXT UK. You you can really I mean look at this. They're pulling rank. Sasha Banks pulling rank saying, "I'm going to go to NXT cuz I built that place and get a title shot because there's that much fluidity within the WWE right now. It's a huge advantage, but I got to say, as excited as I am for this match, I mean, we're talking about Kenny Omega and that drunk-ass fool, Hangman Adam Page, who ba- basically, in what might be one of my favorite promos in in 2020, but basically the two guys, they laid it out like this. Listen, we don't like each other. I, we, we, one drinks milk, one drinks straight-up JD. And they said, fuck it, let's be a tag team. And then they said, fuck it, let's go win the tag titles. And then they said, fuck it. Let's go have the best tag team match of all time. And they did all of that without really even caring about each other, really doing anything other than what each other does best. They're two just absolute studs in their prime who I feel privileged. I don't know about you two. I know the Brainiac's got to be with me on this. Don't you feel privileged whenever the bell rings and you see Kenny Omega and Adam Page competing in any kind of match? I know I do. So I know I'm excited for this one. Plus, you're talking about taking on best friends. What a great dynamic. Two just badass wrestlers who are good in any kind of situation against two great friends who work well together. I think that's made for a a great matchup. And the AEW World Tag Team Champions, Triple J, I I say if, if the NXT Women's Championship is has been the hottest belt in all of wrestling for a while now, which I think it has... 
this tag belt in AEW might come a close second. And I got to say, I think it might be able to leapfrog that NXT Women's Championship in this match. I'm expecting big things. All four PWG alums, all four great bell to bell. This could steal both nights. Great American Bash well, Fighter yeah. Fest. First of all, they're titles, not belts. And uh, yeah, this. You say potato, really I say tomato. This really should have been billed as best friends versus not friends because you've got incredible athletes in this one and Chuck Taylor. Um, I, I think Kenny Omega and what am I calling the hangman? Drunk ass fool. That drunk ass fool. That drunk ass like fool. That. Yeah, yeah, that, that guy. Uh, too strong. I mean, the best friends, what they won this back at, uh, was it double or nothing? The, the tag champs, they defended it at least two times between then and now. I, I don't care how good of friends you are. You're not going to beat uh, Omega and Paige. They're so damn good. I'm excited for this match. But then you say Io and, and Sasha Banks, and I just love watching Io Shirai. But, Wired, you said Sasha could have all the gold. I think that would hurt the Great American Bash if she won because that's going to turn so many people off. I think people are fed up with Sasha Banks too much Sasha Banks on our TV lately, and if she ends up taking Ultimo Dragon pictures with all those belts, I am going to throw up. You know what? So many things I would do to see Sasha Banks and have have all that gold. She's built the brand. You know, Becky's off, you know, making milk. Uh, Charlotte, you know, what is she injured her wrist writing a letter? So I don't even know what she did. Sasha and Bailey are the top talents in the in professional wrestling right now, and you're going to see her win this championship against Io Shirai. And by the way, even if you're not a Sasha Banks fan and you are Io Shirai fan, Io Shirai's entrance alone is worth the price of admission. So you got to check out Great American Bash for that very reason alone. Well, I will say that that's for sure. The entrances, I'm going to give it up to the. NXT Women's Championship match unless that drunk-ass fool hangman Adam Page comes out on a horse. Right, right, Triple J? That's the only hope AEW well, has in that respect. A lot of animals, they always boost things. I mean, if he does come out on a horse, he's probably not going to know which, you know, which whether he's going to be facing the front or the ass of the horse. You know, he, he could be, very well pull a Bobby Heenan on this one depending on how much he had to drink earlier in the day. I mean, it's it's a t- it's a close call, Brainiacs. I'm gonna go with the AEW Tag Team Championship match, but I totally understand if you're with Wired going with that NXT Women's Championship match. These are two primo main events for the first night of this fantastic counter programming clash, this summer showdown in professional wrestling between All Elite Wrestling and WWE Triple J. What about you? Yeah, and I am with Wired. On that one, so we're gonna continue moving down the card here. Oh, this this next one. See, you, you might. I, I understand why some of you were upset whenever we talked about that first match. This next one here uh, looks like it's. Yeah, actually, I I've said too much already. I've said too much already. <laughs> Cody putting the TNT Championship on the line against Jake Hager is going up against Dex, Dexter Loomis and Roddy Strong in NXT's. First ever strap match. You got a first ever match taking on one of the, you know, just one of the best athletes in the business in Cody. But then you got Jake Hager there, uh, MMA star, pro wrestling star, Oklahoman. A lot to like in that one. Cody consistently had the best matches of that promotion. Yeah. Star is a little strong for him. For who? Just putting that out there. For Hager. 
Are you ta- are you kidding me? He's been a star in collegiate wrestling, collegiate football, Everywhere MMA, he's and, and he's he's main evented a WrestleMania. Like, what are you talking about here? You were, don't be ignorant, don't be biased, be honest, and assess these this competition. This match, Cody versus Jake Hager, is for a very, very coveted championship and one that isn't even finished in terms of the belt, Triple J. The silver plating isn't even on it yet, and everybody wants this thing, the TNT well, title. And then... Yeah, we, we, we know you're colorblind, but I think it's supposed to get gold plating on it. Or the gold plate, excuse me. Cody, I think Cody made the same mistake on Dynamite. And then you talk about Roderick Strong versus Dexter Loomis. I'm in a strap match. I'm a, I'm excited for this, but also this the, one is an actual wrestling match. This one, I don't think it, it's just it's really a man facing his inner demons more so than Roddy Strong facing Dexter Loomis. This is going to be a lot of. I I think we're. It, it's really kind of hard to watch a guy go through mental health issues like this for Roderick Strong. I'm going to be uncomfortable watching that one. I'm excited to see if Dexter Loomis makes any pretty pictures wired, but I got to give it to Cody versus Jake Hager when we're going head to head here. Think about think about yourself being at the end of a strap, okay, of Dexter Loomis. How how terrified would you be? That's the reason you're turning in you tune you're tuning into this is to see the fear in Roderick Strong's eyes when he has to uh, cinch in that that strap to his wrist. I That's expect Dexter Lewis to paint it. That's not fun That's fear. Not, this fun isn't fun. Me. It's you're, fun for my eyes. It's fun for television. No, you're a sociopath. This is not a fun kind of scary. This is an issue with Roderick Strong. It's like going and seeing someone being scared of clowns. I, I feel bad for that person. Dexter Loomis, all he is is a guy who draws caricatures and, and probably hangs out, you know, by a boardwalk somewhere and, and sits on at a table and, and draws couples. And Roderick Strong's terrified of this totally normal man. And I think this is this is really upsetting to see Roderick Strong loses. His, you know, his mental faculties, and it's it's upsetting to me because he's a great wrestler, Triple J. I, I feel uncomfortable, and I don't think Dexter Loomis is anything to be scared of. I think he's a totally normal guy. Well, that, you go have lunch with him sometime. I That's would love, I would love to have you would lunch welcome with it. Dexter Loomis talking about our favorite artists, Picasso, whether he's a Monet guy. Yeah, you know what? What we what, should see if he's available for your wedding to draw caricatures of your guests. That would be fantastic. Yeah, if you if guests, I ever have a wedding again, <laughs> if I ever see people again, ever have a wedding, I'll hit up Dexter Loomis. Uh, I, I mean, what's to be scared of of this guy? Wired. He's. I think he's got uh, great upper body strength. Would you not be scared of him? I think he's just a great competitor and a, and really a talented guy. I think. Doing Roddy a, a ride to the next to the nearest liquor store. What was he doing? Come on, Roddy Roderick Strong. Good, good hey, we know that the UE those undisputed era guys are goofs. All right, who they were probably hiding in the trunk already, trying to scare and play pranks because that's all they do. They dick around. They play tickle butt at NXT, and the, you know they if they want to get serious, they'll go to SmackDown or Raw. And you know, the, one of they got locked in a trunk because they were play, a prank went wrong on Dexter Loomis. That's not Dexter's fault. Roderick Strong needs to grow the fuck up. And that and that brings me back to Jake Hager versus Cody, two grown men, Triple J, in a wrestling match for an important wrestling championship. 
double A Arn Anderson calling the plays on the sideline. I mean, this is going to be badass. Yeah, I I would be very surprised if either two of you picked the Dexter Loomis match. I think this is a landslide. I think Cody versus Hager is going to win. And just one last thing, you were talking about Dexter Loomis. Listen, I, I think Bengal tires are t- tigers are beautiful, majestic animals, but I don't want one riding shotgun in my car with me. I think uh, look here's why here's why I'm going with with Dexter and Roderick. It's because well, I, when you watch NASCARs, well NASCAR for the axes for the carnage. That's why you're watching this match for what's going to happen to Roderick's draft. I watch it's, it for the drafting. I watch it for well, you both drafting. I watch it for teamwork and good communication skills between human beings. That's what I watch it for. Uh, and hey, why you know, do you watch a high speed chase? Oh, what? Is that better? Why do I a watch a what? Chase? A high speed chase? Uh, I don't. I turn. I I turn it off and I turn on. Uh, uh, I turn on Judge Judy in the middle of the day. Uh, it's like drinking milk. If oh, I'm wa- I'm going to watch Dexter Loomis Roddy Strong because I want to see. I, I want to learn how to have the upper body strength to drag my junk across the floor like Dexter Loomis. I bet that guy is dynamite in the sack, baby. So, Wired, are you picking Cody? I just need to, I need to score this. Absolutely not. I'm picking um, the strap match. You're, uh, and no one, down, what do you, what do you pick? You're picking Cody, right? I'm, I'm Cody, Jake Hager all the way, TNT championship. Okay. I just okay, want to okay. know what kind of goddamn plays do you call against the six foot five yeah. Oki with wrestling skills and a viciousness like Jake Hager? We don't know that, but I can tell you it is one to one tied up. Each program has one point. We're going to go to the third match. This is the AEW Women's Championship, Hikaru Shida defending against Superbad Penelope Ford. Taking on big breath for this one. Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, and Dakota Kai in a fatal four-way elimination match to determine the number one contender to NXT women's title. Who? Hikaru Shida. I'll tell you that much right now. If this was not elimination style, I I think we would have a contest. But it is elimination style. And while I do like Penelope Ford a lot, you know, during these unprecedented times, we've seen her and both super bad, Kip Sabian on TV a lot more. She's, she's a very pretty gal, but uh, you, you got these four in Yim, Knox, Poison, Larray, and Kai in, the, in an elimination match. It's just too strong, I think. You know, this, this is a star-studded match for sure, Triple J. I'm going to give that up to the Great American Bash. And... I think it puts it over because you got Dakota Kai out there with with her heavy. I mean that this this duo of her and Reina Gonzalez gotta say Raquel, Raquel, excuse me, uh, Raquel, and and the the poses, some of the best poses in NXT right now. Um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go wired. Here you go. It's my first one. I'm going with the bash on this one because. Four is great, but five women really are involved in this match. And you got two great athletes and Kip Sabian in that AEW Women's Championship match. But I just don't think Penelope Ford's ready for that one. It might be a squash match over on uh, the Fighter Fest there, Triple J. Yeah, I, I know some people say she's not ready. Uh, you know, sometimes she is very competitive matches, sometimes not so much. Uh, she's a great gymnast, though. 
So I'm looking forward to seeing that one. But do yeah, you think I'm, do you think I'm, they're I'm, gonna they're gonna uh, recognize that Jimmy Havoc's no longer at their service? Do you think they're gonna that now that he's I, on I'm high, not sure on how unfortunate much he hiatus? Helped. Yeah. <laughs> of all of all the of all the people that have been uh canceled from pro wrestling since we last did a brainbuster radio did anyone surprise you less than i guess it's jimmy havoc or joey ryan are up for that award then right yeah. <laughs> it's got to be one of them too yeah the most surprising i would say with jack Callagher, to be 100 honest he, um until he got that chest tattoo that kind of gave it away yeah that's true. <laughs> chest tattoo has anybody checked on Moose the Mark since people started getting canceled on wrestling, by the way? I really Oh, I have, and I just you know the anger and rage at in Moose the Mark and about not not only about what all these people did, but also he he really wants to say some things and he's kind of being silenced. I, I can't say anything more about it. That's his own that's his story to tell. But man, th- th- this has been crazy. And uh it, it it has effect Fighter Fest and the Great American Bash, and the fact that WWE has still so many people on the roster after all that, I think this 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 head to head here kind of shines a light on that. There could be a lot more going on on the AEW side, but it's just Sheeta versus Ford, a good match. But come on, you're talking to Raquel Gonzalez is involved. You've got Dakota Kai and everyone else. It's going to be good. Pixie Larray, Triple J. What did I tell you about Ken? Uh, Pixie Larray. Right, yeah, I I know, I'm I'm definitely with you there. The attitude, the 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 oh man, this is just you're, you're talking about the number one, probably uh, arguably the number one women's division versus maybe the what the fifth, sixth great greatest women's division in professional wrestling today. Like this is not even close. This is uh, the fatal four way elimination. Even if it was an elimination, it wouldn't be this close. I, I would say it even be further if it was an elimination. What fall to the finish? Would be a lot better too, but elimination is going to be great. Uh, yeah, this is Who's it gonna, uh, great American. Who you got it coming down to? Besides Dakota Kai, who you think she's going to be in the the last one in there with her? And Raquel. I mean, I'd love to see Tegan and Dakota Kai just one more time. Yes, I think that would be just great television. Ugh. Mia Yim though seems like she's always in it though at the till the very end. She's solid. She can't no more. Just give me Dakota Kai uh, at the end of it all, to be 100% honest. I'm with you there. I got Dakota Kai winning. I think Tegan Knox and Kai would be great. Mia Yim, though, is so difficult to, to get out of there. Candice LeRae, I mean, she's got to be shit in blood still with Keith Lee landing on her, right, Triple J? I mean, that – I mean – Is she awake? I mean, talk, talk about – I mean, limit, limitless wiping – after that, I would. I don't think you would ever be completely dry. Dinner at the Gargano's has been just liquid, Jello, yeah. um, water, Gatorade. That's all it's been for a while now. Yeah, I, I don't want to comment on that or, or pick. I don't want to pick a winner in this uh, NXT Fatal Four Way match, but I am picking NXT to win this one. Uh, Triple J, I- can I ask you this real quick? Because you went into this kind of unbiased, not really knowing which way to go. Am I not mistaken, or was that Vin Man? No, I, I mean I'm now I'm going in that way also. What two one Great American Bash? Now if, if it it becomes Great American Bash is winner, we still got two matches to go. Are you going to watch Great American Bash? Is that the commitment you're making? Oh, I, I'm going to watch them both. No, which uh, one? You want? I, I don't know which one I'm going to watch live. I, I'm going to wait. I tell you what, whatever the final score is, that's what I'm going to watch live. Whichever program wins. 
All right. I like it. So we've got NXT Great American Bash leading Fighter Fest two to one right now in night one at least. Let's go on. Team Kick. We've got the Jurassic Express, of course, Jungle Boy, Jungle Jack Perry, and Luchasaurus taking off, taking on MJF and Mr. Mayhem Wardlow on the AEW side. Over on the NXT side, we've got Rhea Ripley, or is it Rhea? Do they use that interchangeably? Am I saying it you, wrong? You say uh, potato, Rhea, I say tomato. Rhea Ripley taking on Aaliyah, formerly Noop of uh, Breaking Ground fame, and Robert Stone in a handicap match. A lot to like in that one, but I don't know if it's strong enough to beat that AEW side. Well, before we get into picking uh, which which ones which shows got the upper hand with these two matches, a quick PSA here from us here at Brainbuster Radio. Brainiacs, uh, we know that times are tough. Uh, you're stuck in your homes. Uh, uh, this can wear on your mental health. This could wear on your relationships, and this could lead you down a dark path a path towards drugs and alcohol. And Brainbuster Radio wants to remind you that you should not do drugs unless they're prescribed by your doctor or they make you really feel really good and aren't too harmful to you. So drugs like cocaine and LSD, we want to be, say be wary. Uh, consult your physician if you can. Definitely don't do coke. Maybe LSD if you've never done it before and you're experimenting. But don't do coke. And let's get on with picking these matches here, Wired. Has anyone had... Look, 2020 has been rough for everyone. Everyone on this planet. But Robert Stone, man, he's, he's having a tough one. He, he's, you know, I, he makes me feel bad for him for the, for the year that he's having. But regardless, uh, the story behind this, Rhea Ripley has been throwing Robert Stone into two trash cans over the last few weeks, has made... Uh, Robertson has been multiple attempts to try to get him, uh, get her to join the the Robert Stone brand after Chelsea Green left. Uh, now, you know, this this match, uh, Aaliyah and Robert Stone didn't even really want this handicap match. They would only take it if if the stipulation of Rhea Ripley joining the Robert Stone brand, if she loses, was a part of it. Rhea happily agreed. Look, you talk about brand extension. This is it. This is the pinnacle of brand extension. And can Robert Stone get? His brand extended, basically doubled in size. Uh, that, to me, is reasons to watch this match alone. I don't even know half the people in the AEW match. Who, who's 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 what fighting? Do you, mean you don't know half the people. What are you talking people, about? Yeah. One of them. One of them is the son of Luke fucking Perry, Jungle Perry? Jack Perry. Come on, and Luchasaurus is a a dinosaur man. And then you've got MJF, who's got a great record. He's an asshole. Wardlow is just an absolute. I mean, he does an F ten. I mean, we've never we've seen Brock Lesnar do the F five for years. I've never seen anyone do an F ten. We've got great specimens in this match. Great lineage. Great athletes. That's a great match. Uh, talking about a match now with the handicap match. Robert Stone, a guy who's barfed in the ring this year, who's, I mean, totally yeah. fell apart. This is what happens when you your entire brand hinges on one act. I mean that's not very smart. What the hell was this guy doing, putting all of his or you eggs have into a hard Chelsea? Time finding cocaine and you're going through withdrawal. One of the <laughs> two. It's <laughs> like creating a, a company, right, and putting it all on the line, and then having it stopped by COVID in the it, middle of your season. Like, why would you put all your chips in one basket? Is that what you're saying? 
No, this is very different. That those were there are circumstances there. Robert Stone could have also, in addition to putting uh, money towards Chelsea Green promotion, put some money towards Aaliyah promotion, maybe some money towards I don't know Raquel Gonzalez promotion. He, a lot of people he could have gone out and reached out to to represent, but instead, I feel like this guy took any money he got from the initial Chelsea Green investment and then reinvested all of that up his nose. And now we see him in this situation getting thrown into trash cans. I also have to point out the counter-programming going on here. I don't know who we credit with the trash can angle, but we've got both things going on in AEW and NXT. Brainiacs, I know you noticed this. You've got Rhea Ripley tossing Robert Stone into dumpsters and throwing garbage on him. And then you've got Big Swole throwing... Uh, Britsburg, Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD into trash cans and then tossing trash all over her. I want to say Big Swole did it first. Rhea Ripley is, you know, doing it, I think, into bigger dumpsters and throwing Robert Stone higher and further than Big Swole, but also Big Swole's got better trash talk. So I want to say in terms of the uh, trash angle and the garbage people, I'm going to go with AEW here. With this match, uh, I'm also going to go with AEW because, uh, I mean, Aaliyah stands no chance against Rhea Ripley. And then you, Robert Stone's not a competitor. So this is really, I think, just uh, a, a fun a fun event, a fun thing to watch if you like seeing uh, cokeheads get their comeuppance. I feel bad for Robert Stone personally, Triple J. So that's why I'm I'm rooting for him actually to get over on Rhea Ripley. Uh, Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. Great personal issues, Jungle Jack and MJF. And I mean, come on, you saw the 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 Lumberjack match, Wardlow and and Luchasaurus. Those two behemoths could go at it forever, maybe a million plus years. Yeah, they they really could. Uh... They could do that one again. We did see that this past week on AEW Dynamite. The Rhea Ripley thing, it's interesting, but I just think she's going to run over those two so quickly. So my vote is going to AEW on this one. I why, will why, say, why would you think she's going over so quickly? She's lost two championships. Rhea Ripley, take really it on. Little one. Leah, Robert Stone, never been in a uh, – I don't even know. Does he even – I mean, did he transfer his manager's license to a wrestler's license already? Or is he procrastinating? I, well, for this card, it's on Great American Bash. I also got to point out, uh, commit, or general manager William Regal is making some really odd choices for him, I'm going to say. Like, throwing a non-wrestler into a match like this. I, and isn't the stipulation if Rhea Ripley loses, she has to be a part of the Robert Stone brand? Like, that's very rare for Regal to okay something like that. And not to mention... Uh, you know, the the next match we're going to talk on NXT that he threw together on Twitter. Um, yeah, a non-wrestler here. Wired, you, you're really this excited for a guy who's not even a competitor in a match against someone who was in a WrestleMania main event? I think it's going to be uh, very uh, entertaining to see a man uh, that for may, maybe the same reasons that you see that I want to watch that Roderick Strong um a Dexter Loomis matches because I just want to see the carnage in place. But don't hey, don't trash William Regal right now. And it's a hard time doing you know remote GM. Yeah. At this point, you know, Zoom calls and, and and Twitter and whatever you can. I mean, the, the man's walking around with an as an iPad GM right now, and it's not easy. Give, uh, give what, man, whatever. All those exotic pets and lizards he has to keep feeding. I you know who knows what type of. I don't uh, know. Xavier you know, Woods. The pet stores are getting. 
Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze do this remote GMing on that on that video game channel all the time. The up, up, down, down. They do that SmackDown oh, GM yeah. game. Oh, yeah. We have the NXT on there. Yeah, on up, up, down, down. Same same platform. Same well, same level of content. I'm, I'm finding out why, why Wired watches so much Bravo television during quarantine now <laughs> with how excited he is for the Roderick Strong match and this match now. Now I, the the picture is clear. All right, well, it is going into the last match. I love a train wreck, Michael. Fighter Fighter (laughs) Fest 2, Great American Bash 2. It all comes down to this. On the Fighter Fest side, we've got Private Party with Matt Hardy. So I guess it's the Private Party Hardy, or the Hardy Private Party, taking on uh, no longer Pride and Powerful, Santana Mm -hmm. and Ortiz. And they are taking on Oni Lorcan versus Timothy Thatcher. This is just a standard one-on-one match, correct? Oh, yeah. It's not in that cage thing, or it's not <laughs> going to be British rules with five rounds or anything like that? No, but this there's going to be a lot of, of chin-chopping in this match. Do they have a dentist uh, on on hand for this one? Yeah, hopefully, I, hopefully, out. Th- this is th- this is where doc- having a Doctor Britt Baker in NXT would be in, come in handy. Uh, yeah, and if if Timothy Thatcher uh, doesn't have a cleft chin uh, after this, he will. Uh, this match was made on Twitter, and it should have been given. I feel like at least a month's worth of hype because I am jacked for this match. Th- uh, hey, this really these two matches going head to head. It's really a personal preference. If you like a thousand flips, if you like athleticism, if you like great chemistry, private party versus pr- proud and powerful uh, is going to be dynamite. It's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome, especially with Matt Hardy there uh, steering private party in the right direction. But we're talking about Oni Lorkin, a crazy man who sleeps on park benches and screams it into at nothing at night. Against he tweets in all caps. Tweets in all caps. A guy who does not understand. Crazy what, man. I'm pretty sure he doesn't do that on purpose. He's just had caps lock on his phone or computer on forever. And then you got Timothy Thatcher, a sadistic, psychopathic teacher. I have not seen a a crazier teacher like the, since Miss Fote in the sixth grade. Wired. This guy is an insane. I can't believe he's allowed to teach wrestling to anybody he's violent he's scary he's missing teeth and i don't know what's going to happen in this match except bruises and brutality i i i just don't know uh you talk about train wrecks and why i watch bravo long island i mean this is this is this is it i can't wait to see what these two men do to each other look i think timothy thatcher uh, has put himself at a disadvantage with all these training videos he's been putting out every single week here. But at the same time, only Lorcan, we've seen what he can do in the ring. Uh, it's impressive. Uh, the man doesn't mess around. He comes out, points one finger in the air, and gets in the ring and gets ready for a fight. I think Timothy Thatcher's going to bring it to him too. Uh, look, I, I, I recognize Matt Hardy in that match. All of uh, maybe that's my own fault. But really, I, I just don't know how you could put it. If, if you're saying flips versus fists... I think it's just fists, no flips. Yeah, fist me all day, Triple J. I'm going with the Great American Bash on this one. You're going with the Bash on this one. A man called Wired. Are you going with the Bash as well, it sounded like? I'm actually going to surprise you all right now. 
No, yeah, I'm going with Bash for sure. Well, uh, my vote's not going to count, so I'm not going to give it. The Great American oh. Bash wins. Time out. One and- Time out. How about we throw in some some lanyap, some extra, some some mustard on that hot dog for the Great American Bash, or maybe a turbo boost for Fighter Fest here. Something extra on night one for each show that stands out that might put it over. I think Great American Bash has a lot going for it. It's got more Ronaldo on commentary. It's got cool flags for each wrestler as they're backstage training to get ready for their match. Uh, but it does not have. Le Champion. Chris Jericho's on commentary for night one of Fighter Fest, Triple J. That might put it over. If if it was something I could vote on, I would vote for it. But unfortunately, it is not. Yeah. Uh-huh. When the rules favor right. the Great American Bash. Can't be there, George, therefore, the Great American Bash is going to win night one, at least. That is what I will be watching live. I know a man called Wired will be watching it live. I know Vin Man will, just to boost the ratings. Long Allen, what about you? Uh, I, I'm going to be watching them both. I'm thinking of watching them both live, or I'm thinking I'm going to go Great American Bash live for night one uh, because we've we've really laid it out here. It is a little bit stronger of a card. It's got more going for it. Night two next week when we talk about it, I think it's going to be a different story. We'll have to hash it out, but I think it's it's very close, but I think I'm leaning towards Great American Bash live and i'm gonna watch that aew either side by side on a smaller tv or as soon as it ends but either way this is a quarantining sucks not seeing your friends and family sucks in person wearing masks well it's uncomfortable but it could be kind of fun but wrestling right now in the summer of 2020 hotter than ever triple j i'm so pumped now it's fourth okay what what you gotta commit what was that? Wait, what? Is fourth okay between both shows, or do you have to commit? This is one that you have to commit to one. Well, no, because there are commercials, unfortunately, because they are not pay-per-views. So I think flipping back and forth is okay. I'm going to give it a go-ahead, Triple J. What about you? Uh, there's got to be a lot of there's got to be a lot of flips as it is right now. So uh, you know, whatever you feel comfortable. No, no flips. Just put the damn controller down, remote control down. <laughs> Both shows, whichever one you decide to watch, deserves your full attention. So if you're going to watch Great American Bash, watch Fighter Fest later. If you're going to watch Fighter Fest, watch uh, Great American Bash later. Who are we kidding, though? I mean, you're going to probably watch it and not have pay it on attention. Side television. Don't have it on the because you both show. You're, you're going to be on your phone on Twitter anyway, Brainiacs. We know you. You're not going to be paying attention. So maybe keep one at a time so you could give a little bit more attention to, to one and then watch the other one later. Do you think we'll get any Taz maneuver breakdowns though in the middle of Fighter Fest Triple J? I'm hoping for that. Taz techniques. I, I don't. He he hasn't done that since. Yeah, uh, he's he he just did the drill state, claw. Has he? Yeah, he did the drill claw for Brian. I've never understood how the drill claw, claw is performed and executed and was, exactly was this what on it does. Dynamite or dark? Dynamite. Exactly what it does to a man's neck. I mean those Taz techniques. Love those. Must have fast forwarded through. Hey, maybe you might learn more if you watch Fighter Fest. I don't. I, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm with. I'm uh, going... I don't think anybody is learning anything from watching AEW. To be honest. Well, maybe night two when Joey Janela takes on Lance Archer, but that's next week. Triple J. That is next week. We are going to lay it all out head to head to see if AEW can 
get some shine on, make the hot tag and have a big comeback? Or is the Great American Bash and NXT going to stay on top? We don't know. I don't know. Wire definitely doesn't know. I don't even think Long Allen knows. Vin Man, he might And I know Bill Calsonis knows that he uh, cannot wait for Seth Rollins to get murdered by Rey Mysterio. But that's on another Brain Buster Radio, Brainiacs. If I could pull rank right now, close up the show. A man called Wired, you got anything left to say before we go into night one of Great American Bash Fighter Fest and the 4th of July? Oh, man. Everyone stay safe. Stay inside. Watch your fireworks on a television or from a window. Uh, Don't go out. And then tomorrow nights or whenever nights you get to watch these shows, uh, just stick to one. Stick to one and then watch the other. That's my biggest advice uh, for this. And Robert Stone, good luck, sir. If you win, try not to party too hard. Triple J. Well, since I won't be able to talk to you guys until next week, at least to all the listeners, that is, I'd just like to say happy birthday, America. All right, Brainiacs, for Milkhausonis, for Vinman on limited dates, Moose the Mark on the internet gimmicks, the sultan of social media, a father called Wired. Jumping Jacob J and Long Allen Ice-T. I'm Long Allen Ice-T saying two things. Vince McMahon definitely was up to something and knew something when he said, fuck you, don't sneeze. And... Happy birthday, America! Enjoy Fighter Fest, the Great American Bash Brainiacs. I gotta get the hell out of here and watch some pro raps. Mm-hmm.